Spencer Balvin, Tuna and Brass, I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio making his monthly appearance on the program. His monthly appearance is a contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball and head of Chicago's local chapter of Down with Judges, a grassroots organization designed to undermine the judicial system in the United States. It's Dane Perry. Dane Perry is the guest on this edition of the program. As he does, no, wait, this is actually where I stop and I say this, I provide the... I provide a disclaimer to this effect. If you've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in the electronic pages of Fangraphs, do not continue. Please do not continue to listen. Instead, consider managing editor Dave Cameron's weekly appearances in the program or lead prospect analyst Eric Longenhagen's fortnightly appearances in the program or prolific contributor Travis Sachik's also his fortnightly appearances in the program. No, instead, uh, do not continue to listen to this because what you're about to hear is trash audio. It is content. It is technically content is what I can say about it. It is technically content. We have here Dane Perry awaiting the arrival of an HVAC tradesperson, which is a noble profession, which is fine. It should be noted Dane's is not a noble profession. That is destroying American democracy and on the side providing baseball content of limited virtue. So stop listening if you've come for uh, analysis of, of the pastime. Continue listening if you'd like to descend into a kind of spiritual darkness. So continue to listen in that particular case. All right, well, let's get to that conversation anyway. What is it? It is Fangraphs Audio. Who does it feature? Dane Perry. And when does it begin? Right now. So I'm so struck, struck by your enthusiasm, enthusiasm for, life. for life. Hold on. You're late. <laughs> Can I tell you why I'm late? What? I, it was a great... I'm late because it was this excellent combination. This this cocktail uh-huh. of, of vanity and stupidity. <laughs> I, you put I it, emailed... You put it in your face I, on? No, I emailed the link to myself. Oh, okay. Because I thought, who, who, who's who's most important in my book? Right. Yes. And then I said, I'll email it to him. And guess who's most important? Is me. Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You got your headphones on, Dane? I do. Yeah, you sound good. Great. Great. Excited to be here. <laughs> this is an early one, Dane. It is. Yeah. At nine a.m. I, uh, I uh, took the child to school. Um, have a uh, HVAC man coming in for a uh, seasonal tune-up of the HVAC system. <laughs> the spring, yeah, the ack part, the ack part in particular. <laughs> the ack, I guess. yeah, gonna gonna tune the ack. Does he come in for the H earlier? You know, maybe October. Well, we, you know, yeah, we do that. You know, fall. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that's so. actually Jesus Christ's middle name was Heat. That's why everyone called him Jesus Heat. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Jesus Heat Christ. Wow. Mm-hmm. Heat Christ. That could be that could be a nickname six player. <laughs> I don't I would suggest against it. Who would we call Heat Christ? <laughs> I don't know. Someone who Robert Geiselman. 
I believe. <laughs> that's that's similar to a name of a major leaguer. <laughs> How do you pronounce his name? I think it's Gesellman, but actually I'm not an authority in these matters. Why don't I take either. this to uh, baseball reference? You okay, you can that? do that. Is this, is this, this is a yearly, an annual tune-up? No talking while I'm looking this up. <laughs> take a look here. Do you have any heat pumps, Dane? Full name, Robert John. Yeah, they don't give a pronunciation on this. Yeah, they don't. I guess I'm done with this site. Uh, what now? you have any heat pumps? Heat pump? Heat pump. A heat pump. No. You're not familiar? Are you familiar with a heat pump? I've heard of it. Sounds like oh. some stupid New England thing that's outdated now. <laughs> it's true. It was brought over by by Cotton and Increase Mather. They invented it together. <laughs> no, I believe it's actually Mather the future. Boys. I believe it's the future. The future. I think it's the future of heating, I, I, not the past of heating. I don't care for the future. I believe it works. It actually you you might want you might inquire about it with your uh, with your friendly HVAC specialist. <laughs> just say just I, I'm look. not. I'm not looking to get any product moves today. Okay. <laughs> I'm not looking to get upsold. Okay. A, a heat pump essentially works like a reverse refrigerator. Okay. In so even like in the depths of winter. <laughs> that, wow. Who would be nicknamed reverse refrigerator? <laughs> you're, like, you're compiling a list already. I am. Yeah. I to the best of my knowledge, it works like so. Essentially. <clears throat> It, it is able to extract heat from the outdoors, and then it brings it inside. And it's good to, like, it's, like, negative 30 outside. Okay. It's still producing heat in your house. And I believe it's one of the cheapest, most efficient forms of heating. Okay. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> what? How do you not know what uh, no, it is? No, 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 no. I, my, I'm, I'm amused that you went... The way of describing it is a reverse refrigerator. <laughs> I think I think it is a reverse refrigerator. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Uh, it's I don't like know a refrigerator in space. <laughs> if you brought a refrigerator to space, you know what you wouldn't have is hot space. Uh, no. <laughs> you would not have hot space. <laughs> Actually, the universe or like space is the best refrigerator. I think Stephen Hawking said that, didn't he? <laughs> That's the title of one of his books. That space yeah. is the best refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. It's a terrible book. Yeah. Yeah, it's not one of yeah. his best. Yeah. It's, it's part of his juvenile literature. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> space oh. is the best refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, How yeah. you doing, Dane? I'm all right. I'm making it. I'm getting by. You know, <laughs> yeah, getting by when it comes to getting by. You know, when it comes to getting by, that's yeah. how you. That's what you do. Is this, uh, are you excited? Are you do you for the for the arrival of this tradesperson? Uh, you know, it is what it is. It's just something you have to do, silly. Do you ever? <clears throat> I'm a do man you ever people. envy the HVAC man his skills? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. I don't have a, uh, I don't have a big interest in HVAC systems or electrical for that matter. Oh, um, well, electrical. Don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, oh. Do you ever do you ever feel emasculated by by tradespeople who come to your house and perform household duties better than you do? Uh, no, that's what they're paid to do. And I uh, I I tend to a lot of business myself, Stoy. Mm-hmm. 
So the occasional outsourcing yeah. uh, does not uh, dent my shield of masculinity. <laughs> it's, a, it's a potent shield. Yes, it is. Yeah. Recently. It's, it's the Kai, it's the, the breastplate is form fitting, so it shows off the pecs and abs. Mm hmm. Yeah. I believe, uh, oh no, it's, what is it? The Auden poem is the shield of Achilles, the shield of Achilles, not the armor of Achilles. Are we talking about shields or armors? You were uh, talking about shields. Well, I was using it as a general term. But I think yeah. you meant armor, or an armor sort of. Yeah, the shield of Achilles. That's a poem by Auden that I was forced to read during, I encountered, once and it was during an exam while I was uh-huh. in in high school, I guess. And did I you, said, "This is new." Did you provide crack analysis of that poem? I think I did. I did. <laughs> there were there was little provision of crack analysis by high school Carson Sestouli. <laughs> Not to say that it's improved much, but my grasp of written English as a high school student uh-huh. was embarrassing. Okay. I, I, did I ever tell you? Because you know, did, I what, went, did you, what did you get on your red badge of courage book report? <laughs> you know that because I went to a, fa- a fairly good boarding school, but I arrived there fresh from the woods, a high school in the woods <laughs> in New Hampshire, <laughs> where the standards were lower. And I, I uh, let's see, I think I wrote. I mean, my first paper was maybe about like East of Eden, maybe or something, mm. and the concluding paragraph. To what was supposed to be an analysis of John Steinbeck's great work, mm-hmm. the concluding paragraph began, I hope you've enjoyed this essay, <laughs> which is not historically how you end those things. Well, you know, it's polite. Yeah. You know. It's polite. That's true. And you could you could have said that about a 14-year-old Carson Sestouli. Disarming a little. Uh. <laughs> He's not, not competent, but polite. Well, it's, you know, a divisive rhetoric is to engender pity. So, I mean, I don't think you're off base there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hey. Hey. Uh, hey, 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 yourself. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I did something that might amuse you recently, Dane. All right. Is, uh, Impregnated is your wife? I, ru- I recently ruined a blood test. <laughs> yeah. Should we say you failed the blood test? <laughs> well, I I failed to – I failed the, even the most basic instructions of the blood test – I had been. Um, was this test in... to ascertain what you've done to your son via <laughs> no, no, no. via your trash genes? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was to uh, to procure a uh, comprehensive metabolic panel <laughs> and a lipid profile by way of a blood test. Uh-huh. And um, I had been asked by my doctor to do this in January, okay. and I kept putting it off because I. Because Who needs I, to know that stuff, right? Well, <laughs> I don't do well with blood, with blood, giving blood, you know. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of people who share that. I don't. I like all of the blood. It's not inside. really, not really that many people who share that. Okay. Well, I liked all the blood inside. That's my favorite part. Okay. My blood is to keep it contained and not outside. And so I don't like it when my blood is going outside of my body. I like it all inside. Okay. And um. But that to perform these, you have to do it. So my wife was like, she kept saying, oh, are you going to do it today? Are you going to do it today? Because she wants me to be alive at least for the early years of, her, right. of our son's right. life. Not because she thinks the child needs my care, but she wants to do other things. And I'm – She'll need to assign you tasks and duties. Right. I'll be an affordable yeah. babysitter too at points. Yeah. Mm. So she's like, okay, you're doing it today. She's like, I'm going to bring you – We have because we had to go to the hospital anyway. She said, like, we're going to go – like a half hour early, we're going to get your blood done. So I said, okay. 
I said, do you think, I said, do you think it's a problem if I have a, if I have a beer with lunch? And she, she said, <laughs> I, I don't know. Problem. She said, I don't know. I don't know. I said, well, I'm going to. She said, well, it turns out, Dane, it turns out it is a problem. I, you know what? I, I, I question your version of events here. I think there's some malice aforethought at work here. I think <laughs> well, you, I think you tanked. <laughs> it's not just, well, let me tell you, my doctor was very concerned about my blood glucose levels. Okay. Uh, but it's because I just had a beer. But here's the point. It's not only are you not supposed to, uh, and I was not aware of this, not only are you not supposed to have a beer before lunch before you go uh-huh. in, you're apparently not supposed to eat anything for 12 hours. Okay. So um, I, I biffed it pretty hard. So did your doctor nickname you Undersecretary of Diabetes? <laughs> no, but the uh, uh, one of the nurses or whatever did call. <laughs> she, was, she had a bit of a quizzical expression. <laughs> the highest glucose levels we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be great. I've created a fantastic baseline, I figure. Do you, uh, <laughs> when I go in next time, it'll seem like I've been very healthy for a year. Do you, uh, so one beer since your blood sugar. I think it does. Yeah, I think it. Did you? Did you like at the same time? Did you have like a baked potato with milk duds on it? <laughs> you know what? That's one of those dishes you just named. It like would not shock me if that was the most popular <laughs> fare at an ag fair from your town. Oh, you're gonna do a big potato milk meds? <laughs> hmm. you know, you're uh, laughing because it's because it's something like exactly like it that is, right? No, I'm laughing because I used to look forward to the ag fair. <laughs> they had uh, they had border collie demonstrations, which were cool. Oh, I bet those are cool. Yeah, I, border collies are good people. No. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the <clears throat> if there was Dane, if we were in a sort of uh, end of the world type scenario, yeah, you know, like uh, I know what it means. I know what the phrase means. So. What do you got? What's going on? In, what's our ambient noise now, Dane? Uh, I'm pouring myself some water, and I'm also microwaving some coffee. Okay, all right, good. How's that the, sound? <clears throat> the yeah, like a Doctor Strange love. Everyone has to go into the uh, bunker situation. And sure, uh, sure, sure, the bunker sure. can only fit one more mammal. Okay. okay. Would you rather that mammal be a collie okay. or a judge? <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? I thought this was going to be a difficult decision. <laughs> I would not give the life of one collie. Despair every judge <laughs> presently alive or who will be alive one day. <laughs> you mean the son of judge? <laughs> any, any, every law student, everyone, any potential judge, I would not give the life of one beautiful colleague. Could you, uh, <clears throat> do you advocate for a DNA test to, to determine whether a child will be a judge? <laughs> No, I don't. Um, you don't? Okay. I, just because I, I doubt the technology at this point. And 
I just advocate once they do make that decision, drumming them out of the society. <laughs> do you think it'd be hard to tell from the DNA test whether the child was going to be a judge or just kind of judgy? Uh, well, when the, you look at the test and the telomeres will have judges robes on. <laughs> and that's how you tell. <clears throat> Callie and I play a game now um, where we say, would you ra- uh, would you rather? And it's, you know, because you know you're, you know, eventually your child's going to disappoint you or horrify you in some way. Sure. And so we play this game, would you rather, just so I can help. We can help develop a hierarchy of horrors for our child. Yes. And and the first option is always, would you rather your son play lacrosse or – and so we we work from that. We, we start there. And so it starts with – it started with this. Um, was would you rather – would you rather our son uh, play lacrosse or be gay, right? And, <laughs> and, and, and that's not because I personally am afraid of – I just know that, like, there is a history. Like, if if my father had been given that choice, he uh-huh. would have chosen lacrosse a thousand times so hard. Um, right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I asked Kelly. She said, "Oh, oh, gay. Like, I, she prefers she prefers gay. That's the that's what we're starting with. And then if a child turns out to be straight, then that's fine. And uh, it actually it devolved. It have to go pretty far. I said, "Would you rather? Would you rather the child play lacrosse or?" Um, or or get a, or do drugs like do hard drugs, <laughs> and she was like, well, she was like, what kind what kind of drugs? And then I was like, she's like, probably drugs. And then I said, play lacrosse or get arrested, like get arrested for drugs. And then she said, well, play lacrosse, I guess. <laughs> but it's, it's it's this child. I mean, it's you know, for her, it's like a. You know, for, for like it would have been for you know my grandfather if he'd if he'd married a Jewish person or something. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how that's how repugnant it is to her. Hear it's my, it's the secular it's it's like the secular form of of whatever that. Here are my is. thoughts on lacrosse, Stoli. Okay, oh, wow, all right. And now, are you reading from your tract? Or <laughs> I'm, I'm, I went in the basement and I had my <laughs> box of manifestos here. <laughs> all right, as someone who grew up. Uh, never even having heard of lacrosse. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the dumbest <laughs> sport I've ever seen. <laughs> it is it is a fusion of hockey and soccer, which are also stupid sports. <laughs> but and, but it should be noted that like you actually that's a compelling argument for it. And and I get where this is coming from, Dane. From you, it comes mostly from from your. Your fear and hatred of Native America, right? And Native correct. American culture, correct. It's it's rooted in that, correct. Which as is, is why, as is everything I do. Yeah. And I know personally, you've advocated yeah. not only to to <laughs> to to retain Andrew Jackson's image on the twenty dollar bill, but also get it moved to the ten, the five, the one, whichever one Sacagawea is on, Harriet Tubman. And we'll invent a billion-dollar bill just for his face, too. Just for Andrew Jackson. Actually, Andrew, the billion-dollar bill is Andrew Jackson's corpse. <laughs> you could just trade it. Whoever's in, in possession of it. Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Mnuchin has it at the moment. Steve, Mnuchin. Steve Mnuchin. 
Yeah. You know, that guy has a million billion dollars. Can he buy a Val? Am I right, folks? Am oh, I right? Oh, that's, is that, Am I right? Is that Anthony Jeselnik? <laughs> yeah, that's straight yeah. out of Jeselnik's yeah. Yeah. joke book yes. that he wrote. Mm-hmm. I also object to lacrosse because it seems like every – I don't know lacrosse players, obviously. How would I? But even laying eyes upon them, it seems like they all need to catch a beating. Am I correct about this? I, is there an objective look of needing to catch a beating? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who would I, have you? Uh, they well, well, I, I, just like this 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 uh, aura they give off of taking themselves so seriously as athletes mm-hmm. when they play the dumbest sport on the face <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> let me let me ask you, Dan. I know that you have a um, uh, an altruistic sensibility yes you enjoy you certainly enjoy yeah i know you do work in uh, youth sports for example where you and, and you get some of your son and uh, your son and your son and your son's friends and you play against teams of disabled children and beat them <laughs> 50 to zero i know this is part of your as you've, you've recounted on the i mean I, 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 I was able to force through the league committee that there are no more mercy rules so they, they have they have to make outs they have to get those outs if they want to stop the game yeah do you think, Dane, um, do you, would you volunteer to be the one, again, as your role as a volunteer in the community, would you volunteer to administer the beatings <laughs> for which the lacrosse players are so are desperately pining? By virtue of their look, if not, yeah. if not actually their words. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would fight all lacrosse players. So. <laughs> do you think that, the, that there ought to be a DNA test to discover whether your child will play lacrosse? No, like I said, I, I advocate people making their own decisions. If they choose that route, they should mm-hmm. be drummed out of society. Okay, so you, but you, what you're essentially you acknowledge that there's some element of of will, self will. Yeah, the, the lacrosse nexus you know, <laughs> can draw them in. Yeah, <laughs> come, come. Oh, so it feeds like a cult. It it feeds on, it feeds yeah. on vulnerable vulnerable it's a, sorts. It's a tempting pitch. Come play the dumbest sport on the face of the earth. It's true. Few of us get to participate in, in anything that's superlative, Dane. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Now wait. Wait a second. Now what? What is? What is? I've already laid out my objections to lacrosse, and that is that it's objectively stupid. Mm-hmm. What? Are, what? You and your lovely wife. What are your problems with? Uh, lacrosse? I think it's most besides the name. It's not that – yeah, it's not actually the sport itself. It tends to be the sort of – I don't know if it's the type – well, there's a <clears throat> nature and nurture simultaneously going on. It's the it's the culture for, that it creates for young men. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a little bit uh-huh. – um, what's like a, what's like a po- polite word for <laughs> – I don't think I have one. Okay. Well, whatever that word is. It's uh, it, it it's just like yeah. it's just um, I, I've been around lacrosse players both as a younger person and now as an adult, mm-hmm. and I think that the I've just the culture is not great. It is interesting though that you mentioned that you diagnose it as the like the bastard son, or maybe the beloved son of hockey and soccer mm-hmm. because soccer two, is two, two terrible sports as well. Well. <clears throat> I don't necessarily agree with you on both accounts, but okay, the, but yeah, soccer. You had, a, you had a soccer blog at one point. A yeah. soccer soccer is a fall sport. Hockey is a winter sport. Do you say and fall so lacro- sport? I agree. 
false sport. False. Yes, it is false. False. <laughs> so if I just say the word soccer to you, you say? False sport. False. False. Okay, it's false. <laughs> Soccer, true or false, Dane? False. <laughs> Ooh, kicky, kicky. Score one goal. Yay. Um, yeah, it's mostly the culture that it creates for young men. I, no, let, let me uh, speak to the soccer thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm parodying, to an extent, the ugly American. Yeah. Uh, I don't like soccer. I find it boring. But I'm not one of these who... Uh, has to wave the flag in defiance every time someone says they like soccer. Mm-hmm. I uh, <clears throat> find soccer evangelists and soccer anti-evangelists equally distasteful. Well, that's like also like religious evangelists and then like evangelical atheists too. <laughs> I, I have no use for Joel Osteen or Richard Dawkins. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. putting them together though. Uh, they'd make a good – Tag team on Mid South Championship Wrestling back in the day. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's your that's your problem with soccer. No, I mean, no, my problem with soccer is I find it dull and I don't enjoy it. But I don't feel the need to. How do you people like soccer? Right, you know that kind of thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out at one point and I. It, um, I don't know if this is if this happened in real life or if I had a dream about it. But whatever it is, I have an image of my head mm-hmm. th- that I'm looking at. It's either through the gauzes of it's through the gauzes of memory of some sort. Mm-hmm. The gauzy the gauzy mists of my memory, Dane. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah. The gossamer of time was sure. And uh, I see a sport being <laughs> played in in Russia on <laughs> a large on a large field, very large field. Okay. And men are piloting dirt bicycles. Okay. Are you familiar with dirt bicycles? Like the sort that uh, on which Madison Bumgarner just injured himself? Would we say a dirt bike? Uh, maybe you would, Dane. <laughs> okay. In I'm New not, England, I'm, we refer to them as dirt bicycles. I'm not sure the bicycle part is necessary. <laughs> Makes it just sound like you're riding a bike on some dirt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like the idea of it. <laughs> uh, it's fun for me to call it a dirt bicycle. Anyway. Uh, it's, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of, the people who ride dirt bikes would not like it to be called that. I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, and and they, then there is a giant thing. Okay. A giant <laughs> ball. Oh, I thought, see, I'm already disappointed. I thought you were saying there was like a mythical giant. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gi- no, no, but I'm saying that this is what makes me think this is real. Okay. And there's a giant inflatable ball. It's huge. Okay. Um, and you, and the me- the men operating the dirt bicycles, they run into the ball, at, and it's like soccer, except it's played mm-hmm. by Russians on a giant field <laughs> riding dirt bikes. This sounds like something real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> Are you familiar with the penny farthing, Dane? Uh, no. Hmm. That is the that's the bicycle with the very big front wheel. Okay. And the tiny little back wheel. Now, see, here's something I've noticed, uh, particularly in uh, the Wicker Park neighborhood of Chicago. Is you familiar? I think I, I think where I see it's sort of like going. Chicago's answer to Williamsburg, I suppose. 
mm-hmm. and that hipsters abound. And some of them yeah. ride extremely tall bikes. Yeah. Like the bikes are not the wheels are normal size. Everything's normal size except like the the pedals are very elevated and the seat is very elevated. Yeah. Like to where you're higher than cars. And I don't get it. I don't understand it. They they have to like careen into a street sign to be able to balance themselves because their feet can't reach the ground. Yeah. Do you know anything about this and why they do that? Well, this seems like something you would know. uh, Well, uh, no, it's not something I know much about. But as a former resident of Portland, Oregon, Dane, Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with bike bicycle culture. Sure. Yeah. Many faces, and that sounds like something I saw as well. I'm not here and to I judge. I'm not here to judge, Stilly. My wife rides her bike to work almost every day. No, right. but I'm not talking about riding a bike. I'm talking about right. I don't, I don't, riding a type of bike that immediately creates a subculture. Now, I, let me... I'm not interested in some sort of master's thesis on this. I'm <laughs> just trying to figure out what they're doing. I don't think that... I don't think... I, I, any, now, from a certain standpoint, I understand... You're more visible at such a height. Maybe you can see more at such a height. But I don't understand the logic of your feet can't reach the ground and you could easily just fall in front of a truck. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't get, Cecilia. Hmm. So if you'd like to answer that instead of giving some sort of disquisition on bike culture, which I don't give a shit about, then you should feel free to proceed. I don't think it has a practical use. Okay, thank you. Or it's not, or it's not immediately obvious to me. Can we talk about this long email you sent me, Dane? What was the long email I sent? Well, it was the long email. You were talking ne- about how disgusted you were by the... I don't the, ever remember sending you a long email. By the, the judge's decision uh, in San Francisco, <laughs> uh, was it two or two days ago, to block the executive uh, order uh, uh, possibly <laughs> limiting the federal funds to sanctuary cities. You yeah, said you were – I think you, your words were disgusted and <laughs> and disappointed. It's not ringing a bell. No? Not ringing a bell, yeah. Mm. Why don't you forward it to me so I can remind myself? Mm-hmm. You said yeah, – Just said forward it to me. I'll be glad to read it. Just forward it to me. <laughs> oh, you know what I do have here? Uh, my, my session timed out. Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Sessions. <laughs> yes, the very same. Okay. I wanted to send you a screen cap of my my glucose levels. <laughs> okay, I'll take a look at this. Although, actually, I don't know what these other things are, or whether I should be embarrassed about them. What is bilirubin? Is is that good? Uh, I want to say that's like a liver enzyme. Okay. I'm just sitting here talking. What's the about one that? with which you had difficulty, Dane? Uh, that, difficulty? that was uh, white blood cell count. I don't think that was even on here. Well, that would be like a CBC panel as opposed to... Oh, okay. I got the wrong panel. I mean, I would assume they ran both, but... What about my anion gap? I don't What's know What's an anion is. gap? Why do all these things start that with sounds, A? That sounds like nerve conduction or something. My triglycerides are off the charts. I'm pretty happy about that. What are your triglycerides? 272. Hmm. Healthy range, apparently 10 to 200. <laughs> Dude, what do you eat? I, I eat very healthy. Do you exercise? I exercise quite a bit. You should do like uh You should do something besides like just steady state cardio. I do intervals. Okay. 
I run intervals. All right. Okay. And I also walk for 40 minutes a day. That's good, but you should, you should consider some strength training as well, so still it. Ugh. That, that is... Why don't you go play lacrosse, Dane? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to play lacrosse because it's dumb. <clears throat> I'm going to uh we got a big uh, big week over here at uh at the house next week, Dane. Yeah. Got some landscapers coming in, they're gonna regrade the yard. Really? Yeah. Well is it sloping toward the foundation? Uh there's some of that. Uh yeah, there's some of that. We we do get some spring moisture, Dane. I think I've expressed that before. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> We do get some spring moisture. Uh that's and, that, uh, yeah, that's also not a bad nickname. <laughs> Spring moisture. Oh, gross! <laughs> gross. Maybe, uh, um, maybe Fernando Rodney. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, so yeah. So I send you my blood, by the way. Yeah. So we're gonna get the uh, we're gonna get the yard. Did you say I'm sending you my blood. Yeah, I send you my blood test, so you can check it out. Oh. Um, this is just the lipid panel. Okay. You get an idea of my lipids. I'm not going to send you all my, all my other stuff there because I, I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know what it means. It's like all of them are like, yeah, this means he's this means he's he's a jerk. I don't know if there's a test for that. Yeah, you're in jerk range. <laughs> this guy's a jerk, objectively. Oh wow, an attachment. Yeah, I sent you an attachment. Wow. I believe the flag, the the column marked flag. I believe means I believe the H stands for high. <laughs> So two at it. Yeah, you got you got to get those flag glycerides down. Mm-hmm. But I think the trade glycerides might also be affected by um, my consumption of food and drink during the day. Okay. So. So I think that was the thing. Um, two, yeah, two seventy two. That might be high. Might be high. But my LDL is great. HDL is great. Perfect. My overall cholesterol is fine. Let's not start throwing perfect around. I'm going to uh, – so we're getting the lawn regraded, Dane. Okay. I don't know if you've ever done any work with that. And then they're also removing all of the grass from the yard. Really? I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a fresh pallet, okay. Dane. And uh, this is – to look ahead to some, <clears throat> some landscape work I'm going to be doing myself Ooh. in terms of planting. Mm. Planting and seeding. But do you, know what, do you know what I purchased yesterday, Dane, as the first step towards developing our uh, – our backyard. What's up? I purchased five pounds of buckwheat seed, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the local feeding farm in Brooks in uh, in Brunswick, Brooks Feeding Farm, and I asked for and received in a in a, in a brown paper bag from a guy who walked out the back, uh-huh. walked out from the back. I received five pounds of buckwheat seed, Dane. <laughs> Carson, Carson, I hear you about to ask, for what purpose will you use this buckwheat seed? Well, Dane, I'm going to plant a cover crop. Oh. oh. Yeah. I'm going to plant a cover crop. To replenish the soil? Yes. Also, buckwheat, if you're interested, Dane, buckwheat is one of the fastest germinating plants there is. Mm -hmm. And so what it will do is it will suppress the weeds that could be... Uh, brought to the surface by virtue of the of the uh, disturbances that will occur mm-hmm. from the from the work in the yard. 
Mm-hmm. So immediately after the landscapers are done, <clears throat> I will go out there and I'll plant some buckwheat. And uh, it buckwheat is actually great. It it has a number of uh, a number of benefits, Dane. In addition to suppressing weeds, it also can um, improve the soil tilth. Okay. And um, it also flowers, and, uh, and and pollinators like it as well. Sounds lovely. I'm really excited to plant this buckwheat, Dane. I, I, I never imagined. Think. I never imagined in a hundred years yeah. that I would be planting buckwheat, and I'm excited. Now, it's, you know, it's not bad. I believe I'm preaching to the choir, Dane, mm-hmm. when I stress the importance of of cutting uh, your buckwheat, mowing your buckwheat before it reaches seed. My man, my man, you got to mow that buckwheat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. I might even go, but I might go another round of buckwheat uh, okay. just to to make it to fall. At which point, I will, I will uh, broadcast a seed, a um, a signature mixture of wildflowers that I'm that I've mm-hmm. created. So, so if you're wondering, Dane, are things happening? Yep. Things are happening, Dane. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Not bad. Yep. Not bad, bro. You ever plant? You ever do any work with a cover crop? Uh, no. Okay. Your uh, your cholesterol to HDL ratio could stand to come down a little. What do you mean? To, what's the What's it supposed to be? Three point five is borderline. Borderline, amazing. I mean, amazing can be a negative term. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen American culture? Ugh, I know. It's amazing. All American culture. It's amazing. It's amazing so, yeah. what we've done. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you could stand some improvement there. I would suggest strength training. <laughs> what is that frequently... Come to Chicago. I'll, I'll give you a workout, boy. I don't want to do that. I'm going to be planting buckwheat, Dane. I don't have time to go to Chicago. That's true. Although uh, Callie I, and I are going on a baby moon soon as well. Oh, boy. Are you familiar with a baby moon? Sounds terrible. Yeah. Like a trip somewhere before your lives end? Yeah, that's right. That's what it should be called. Baby moon is a bit too generous <laughs> a term. It sounds too cute. Yeah. yeah, I think it should be called a uh, a farewell to, to joy. <laughs> It's a farewell to joy, joy trip, or joy joy ride. A farewell to joy ride. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. We're going to Montreal, city of Montreal. Yeah, I honeymooned there. Yeah. Oh, did you? I did. Well, I, did. I bet you enjoyed it. Lovely city. Where'd your baby moon, Dane? Um, Skokie. <laughs> <laughs> I probably went out to Skokie to get the car serviced. <laughs> you didn't go to Muskogee, did you? No, no, no. Skokie. You Merle Haggard man, Dane Perry. I like Merle? Yeah, sure. Okay. Do you? How do you feel about the first name Merle? Mama tried. Mama tried to raise <clears throat> me better. What now? But at three to nine and I. I know you have to. I know you have dun, a trans dun, person dun, coming dun, soon. Dun, 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 we got a we got a hard cap in terms of the uh, our farewells today. Something like that, yeah. But I do want to. I do mama want to try to raise me better. 
ask you about a feeling I had recently, Dana, a new feeling, okay. and a feeling uh, upon which you might be able to reflect or, or shed some, you know, mm-hmm. maybe uh, some, yep. some greater depth. Yep. I was um, I was just in my house, and I had a new sensation, mm-hmm. um, and it was this, and I think it's probably it is probably uh, not unrelated to the forthcoming Sestuli. Right. Which is that's that's going to be his first name? <laughs> Romeo. Oh no, forthcoming. Okay. Forthcoming Zestuli. I, I, I am interested to discuss your list of names, by the way. Oh, that that's not going to happen. Oh, that will happen. <laughs> uh, we, um, it, yeah, I thought. Oh, well, so I'm going to be uh, father, and then like like I'm going to have. I guess I have the job. I have this job. That's good, right? Um, but. Yeah. But but I thought you know how you spend part of your life you wonder you say what what will I be when I grow up mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> the first time at age thirty seven I said uh, the other day I was just in my kitchen I go huh you know what this might be what I be when I grow up this this might be it oh yeah yeah I used to think what yeah. will I what will it be like what what yeah. uh, what splendors await in the future yeah and then the other day just sitting in the kitchen I said huh. You know, I I suspect it's this. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, you're you're. There's only so much you can do in terms of transitioning to something else at this age. Yeah. What are you gonna go back Limit. to school? You know? And I don't even mean in terms of career. Just my whole person, my whole all the things, the, the 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 ideas in my head. Yeah. You know, I don't anticipate a lot of development in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm. And. Uh, my abilities, any of my abilities. Yeah. C- certainly my physical abilities. They're all going downhill. Yeah. At this point. I really got a glimpse into the sort of the, the causes of a midlife crisis. Yeah. Where you realize, oh, this is, I don't have any time. There's no, the time is running out on a long term project. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not about to die. You're not 65 but, or something. No, no, no. Right. right, that. But there's no, like, no one's going to be like, <laughs> like, oh, you're going back to school to study that? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? No right. one's excited about yeah. the, my trajectory anymore. They're like, oh, like, he doesn't murder people. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Which is a great idea for Headstone, by the way. He didn't murder people. Speaking of low expectations... Yeah, I almost had to appreciate this yesterday. I uh, I took my son uh, back to the his playground at school, and we threw the ball or whatever for a little while. Yeah, and there was another kid. Well, there were several kids running around or whatever, but one was you know playing soccer or whatever. And at some point, a car pulls up, and a very agitated middle aged male gets out. <laughs> Of the car, and so I can't remember the name, but something like Justin or whatever. Justin, and the kid looks around and looks at him and says, "Yeah," and he says, "What the?" F-? <laughs> <laughs> and Justin says, "Oh, I know." I and he goes, "I've texted you seven times," <laughs> and it's like. You know, I want to be one of these, you know, upper middle class parents. Oh, such talk, you know. And, but no, I, you know what? 
I've been there and everyone else has been there, whether they're, you just want to say to your kid, what the f***, man? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is like a playground. You've got some moms out there with the younger kids. You've got kids <laughs> running around. He pulls up on the street and this is, you know, this is a good 30, 40 yards away. Where he's parking. <laughs> so this is not like a private conversation. This is a yell across the playground. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, so, you know, it's like something like you have this drive down the street to the school and you're working yourself up that whole time. <laughs> you can imagine, what, the, what is this idiot doing that he can't respond? <laughs> and then, yeah, it was just, and I was like, I won't say I gave him an encouraging head nod, but I made sure there was no judgment when I looked or when I turned around to see what was going on. Would you ever? It kind of brightened my day. I gotta say. Would you ever interact with your own son that way? This kid was older, like getting toward preteen, and I could mm-hmm. definitely see. Yeah, <laughs> I could definitely see say yelling what the f- to him across a crowded <laughs> playground. Yeah. <laughs> do you sense is it do you think you'd be more likely to do it if you had multiple kids yeah because yeah right because that you're harried and you're just yeah. you've done yeah <clears throat> there's a certain type of look hold on one second yeah yeah that is still hello oh it's on the phone i guess we'll play the fangraphs hold music now Perhaps the HVAC man calling about scheduling, and instead it was a uh, uh, automated call about a resort I've stayed at, in the past, <laughs> um, which is just not true. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't part of your local grassroots organization designed to help the <laughs> facilitate the passage of. Trump's executive order to deny federal funding to sanctuary cities. Your 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 local chapter of Down with Judges. Oh man, I would. Oh man, that would be a good nonprofit racket. <laughs> Is it a five hundred one c three? I could I could I could hold some seminars. He's lo- uh, you're, the, you're the treasurer of the local chapter of Down with Judges. And it, it would be like a lot of those political action groups mm-hmm. from any standpoint that just doesn't do sh- <laughs> to change the issue they're so concerned about. Yeah. Just, but you group, you get together and you express your frustrations. Yeah, to you other. thunder, you thunder at a podium. Yeah. 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 If, yes, we were to compare, no. if we were to compare your word, your word cloud of verbs to um, you know typical American usage, uh-huh. they were just isolating your verbs in this particular case. I think the verb to thunder would occupy a much larger – would be represented by a much larger font <laughs> than it is for most people. <laughs> you enjoy saying that, that word. It's a good verb. Th- it's a good verb. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. The Mather, the Mather boys were good at thundering. So tell me, when did you have your turn? I, you know, I understand this comes in stages where you, where you, maybe it was the first time you realized that you didn't necessarily have a future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you had your a future which had once been littered with possibility mm-hmm. was now now merely represented for you um, an obstacle to, to peaceful death. Um, <clears throat> probably when I reached my mid to late twenties and was working in a bookstore and realized that I would never be a fiction writer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it happened pretty early. Yeah. 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 I realized at that point that, uh, I, I had somewhere I'd gone horribly wrong. You, you yeah. put all your money on one number in roulette. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it did not. And then like, as well. I got older, I think back on that and I'm like, well, what did I expect to happen? What did I think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? I guess I thought I was going to publish widely and get a mm-hmm. cushy tenured position teaching in a writing program. <clears throat> and even the those, jo- you know, even those who achieve that are the most anonymous <laughs> there are. Nobody knows who they are. Short story that- writers these days, come on. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's difficult to to uh, reach the top there. Yeah, George yeah. George Saunders, of course, is a is an example of. So I don't even know who that is. Oh, you don't know. Oh, you know. I think you'd like George Saunders. He's compared to Barry Hanna with some frequency. Okay. Yeah, um, I like. I like old Barry. I miss that guy. Yeah. Yeah, George Saunders. Uh, his his book. I don't have any particular interest in fiction anymore. So if you're trying to pitch me on something, you can stop. Oh, I don't need you to read it. I just thought in case you wanted to. No, I don't. Do you read in bed at night? I do. I can't sleep without reading. Yeah. What do you read? Uh. I read a lot of baseball articles mm-hmm. out of a sense of obligation somewhat. Um, I push them to my Kindle systole. Okay. Yeah. You can just do that from the internet. You can say, I want this on my Kindle. Uh-huh. Yep. And then it'll go to your Kindle. It'll go to your Kindle. Yep. And now you have a, f- a format with which you can read it that's not on your screen. Correct. Because I can't. I have no patience phone. for reading on my laptop or my phone. I can't do it. Right. So Especially I, in bed. Correct. Yeah. Mm. And I. Uh, so you just have an article, and you say there's a button somewhere, presumably. You can get an extension for your browser, and it'll you know you sync it up with your Kindle, and yeah. You say push to my Kindle. In essence, yes. Okay. It's uh, I highly recommend it. School. It's how I read. That's uh, how I read pretty much all baseball content these days. Yeah. Hmm. Do you read articles at Fangraphs.com? I uh, read pretty much everything. Eno and Dave Cameron write. Oh, you read Eno's articles? I do. I mean, oh, you re- you like Eno's articles. <laughs> I, I can't say I like them, but I read them. I just edited a post by Eno Saris. Okay. Uh, just before you and I began talking about J.C. Ramirez. Are you familiar with J.C. Ramirez? I don't know if I'll read that one, but yeah. He's a starter for... I know who he is. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. my, my must-reads are... I'm trying to reduce them. Just because I, I feel like I read too much baseball stuff, mm-hmm. to the point that it becomes drudgery. Yeah. So I'm trying to reduce uh, 
the things I feel like I have to read. I'm reading a lot of poetry these days, Cecilia. Really? Oddly enough, yes. Yeah, that is odd. I'm trying to get back into writing poetry. Hmm. I feel well, I, I'm getting old, Cecilia. I'm going to die. I'd like to leave something behind besides bad baseball books. What about what about your own billion dollar bill? <laughs> That'll be the fifty cent bill. <laughs> You're talking about a dollar bill with 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 wrapper fifty cent on it. It's just a dollar bill that's actually worth fifty cents. <laughs> like you pay for something that's ninety cents, you hand them this bill, and they say, "No, no, no." I understand you're confused, but this is actually worth fifty cents. Do you know what I looked at a lot uh, last night as I was going to bed? It was uh, different grasses. Not, not. This is not like wild, like wild meadow grasses. I'm talking like turf. Switchgrass. No, 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 no. For lawns. Right. Crab like grass. A, well, I do not want to plant crabgrass. Sure you do. No, I don't think I do. It's a power move. <laughs> throw, oh, it looks like you got weeds. Throw some oh, really? seed over in your neighbor's yard. Yeah. <laughs> a big, it's a big New England power move to introduce crabgrass into the neighborhood. I've got a, I was thinking about, a, about some fescues, Dane. Yeah. You can grow some fescues. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever planted a lawn before? You ever seeded a lawn? Uh, I've supplemented what was already there with seed. Oh, you overseeded. Is that what you're saying? Boy, you've been doing some Googling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to dethatch it. You have been deep in the Alta Vista. <laughs> yeah, Hot. I know about overseeding and overseeding broadcast rates. Hot bot. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I was looking so at how's no- your, I, I'm not interested in talking about grass. How's your Nomo go- fescue. How's your garden going? Oh, my garlics are coming up, Dane. Okay. Well, I, I figured that would be later in the year. Well, the – so, yeah, it takes it takes a while, but we're, they come up now, okay. and then uh, we're going to have garlic scapes in a, in a couple months, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you can make a delicious pesto out of the scapes. Okay. But this is – it is <clears throat> it is amazing. It's mm-hmm. so cool because I just put these – I put the garlic um, – Okay. What are they called? They're not garlic cloves. They're called garlic. I think I just stopped caring about this whole conversation. So, huh. yeah. yeah. But anyway, they're I don't, beautiful. I don't, I don't know that I have a lot left to say. And one. then I mulched it okay. with straw. Okay. And now the garlic shoots are coming up. Okay. I got like 35, 40 garlic shoots. That's that's, thir- that's different heads of garlic. It's a lot of shoots. That might be like a year's worth of garlic. That's amazing. I'm really excited about it. You got anything else you want to add, Dane? I don't. Got nothing else to say. Uh, a little disappointing the weather today. It was really nice yesterday, but now it's kind of rainy and cooler. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like a little warmer temperatures, I think. Hey, I think you'd ask me about where you t- were you talking about um, leaving everything in your life behind to pursue your dream of becoming a b-boy dancer. Yes. Yeah. You gonna follow through with that? Yeah. It's a long con, so it'll be a little while before it plays out. If you hear about me uh, entering the priesthood, you'll know it's a cover. For b-boy dancing? Yep. Yep. Dance battle. I I wish you luck. I already lost the dance battle. But what about the dance war? Anyway. Well, that's, yeah. We'll see. I'm keeping my powder dry. 
Hey, Dane, let's end it. Yes, dear God, let's end it five minutes ago. Yeah. Thank you, Dane. Thank you, Sister. Why don't you stick around for a moment, but for the purposes of the program, allow me to say this. Yep. That has been Dane Perry, contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. I'm Carson Sestouli. This has been Fangraphs Audio. Mm-hmm.